Hello, and welcome to the Killer Cuties Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Cassidy, and I've seen almost every horror movie out there. And I'm KD, and I've seen almost none of them. So join us each week as I attempt to make a horror fan out of KD. As a warning, we will be discussing spoilers and some uncomfortable topics that may be in the plot. So feel free to check out the film on doesthedogdie.com first to check for any triggers before listening. Today, we're going to be talking about the paranormal film based on true events, The Conjuring. Let's get spooky. All right, I'm going to kick us off with a summary. So in the 70s, the Perrin family moves into a farmhouse in Rhode Island. Uh, Within the first few days, they begin to experience paranormal events. Their clocks all stop at 3.07. Their dog is found dead. The mom wakes up with bruises, you know, the works. Eventually, they contact famed paranormal investigators, Ed and Lorraine Warren, for help. The Warrens tell the family that evil spirits have latched onto them and that leaving the house will not help. After some research, they find out that the house used to belong to Bathsheba Sherman, an accused witch who was thought to have murdered her own child. She then cursed the land and took her own life at 3.07. One morning, the mother is seemingly possessed by Bathsheba's spirit. Lorraine ends up in the cellar of the house and encounters the spirit of another woman, who Bathsheba had contact with, finding out that Bathsheba had possessed the woman to get her to kill the child. Lots of possession going on here. Uh, After Bathsheba attacks one of the daughters, they catch it on camera, and the Warrens decide that that's enough evidence to perform an exorcism. However, they have to get permission straight from the Vatican first, because the parents aren't members of the church. The mother, now fully possessed, attempts to kill two of the daughters, but the Warrens tie her up, And Ed decides enough is enough and attempts to perform the exorcism himself, regardless of the Vatican's permission. With Lorraine's help, they are able to exorcise Bathsheba, lift the curse, and condemn the spirit. The end. (laughs) Love it. Yeah. I'm raising my eyebrows. I don't know if you can tell with my beanie. but (laughs) (laughs) What did you think? Um, a lot of things. (laughs) I have mixed opinions about this movie, and I also feel like my opinions aren't super popular about this movie, but I don't want to tarnish yours. So I feel like, okay, you know, how did you feel about it? (laughs) I also have mixed opinions about it. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I knew that it was pretty highly rated and very high grossing. Um, so I had pretty high expectations that were just not met. Um, I also really love paranormal movies. I think we've talked about a gazillion times in previous episodes. Um, and this one just kind of felt over the top to me. Okay. Like if they had scaled it back just a little bit, like take out the, the bird scenes and just, you know, I don't know. Maybe she didn't need to go upside down in the chair. I don't know. If they had toned it down a little bit, it would have been a lot more real and a lot more scary. Yeah. I think <laughs> I think the first 40 minutes of this movie are fantastic. And then yes. I'm out. Agreed. I don't like the ending. I don't want to watch the last half. I like literally got bored watching the exorcism it was so long Mm -hmm. there was so much screaming and like 
you know what's going to happen. There, so there's no consequences. Like, you know that they're going to be fine. So for yeah. that much to happen when you know it's all going to be fine in the end was just like, I don't want to listen to someone scream that much. I know I'm a big yeah. fan of the Saw series and that's mostly screaming, but like, that's different. <laughs> yeah, there's actually blood and like things happening that are interesting in the Saw movie that I've seen. I assume they're all that way. <laughs> in the Saw movie. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was just, it was too much. And once they showed the witch, it was like, okay, there she is. She's fucking lady in makeup. Guy in makeup. It's always a guy in makeup. It, um, guy in makeup. <laughs> the, the score writer. Yeah. I think it's just, yeah, I don't know. I think paranormal movies are more impactful, at least for me personally, like if they really don't show the ghost or the demon or whatever, because it's either mm -hmm. really bad CGI or just some dude in makeup. And it's like, neither of those are scary. <laughs> yeah. So I think there's like a lot of like moments of tension early on in the movie when there's just like, you know, the clapping and like things happening mm -hmm. like the thing behind the door but you don't see it and it's like those moments I feel like were done really well yeah and then some of it just kind of fell flat for me but I'm also yeah. not a paranormal enjoyer so I mean I am but like it's not my favorite <laughs> yeah I get you um no I feel like once you like give it a shape or you personify it or whatever it's not paranormal anymore you know? Yeah, it's just some guy in makeup. Yeah, it's yeah, a creature feature. <laughs> it's just barbarian. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I did. I did not. I to your point though, a few minutes back, the ending was entirely too predictable and like almost too, you know, butterflies and rainbows. Yeah. Everybody's hugging on the front lawn and the music's all sweet and it's all sunny and yeah. Like it's not how I want my horror movies to end. <laughs> I want people to die. Well, I mean like the ending ending you know, the music box starts playing by itself, so it's kind of like ooh. Well, yeah. There's like seven there. other movies in the series. <laughs> <laughs> 3. There's 3 conjurings. Three Annabelles. Yeah, but two Annabelles. Three, three Annabelles? Annabelles? Okay. One The nun. Soon to be another nun. La Llorona. La Llorona. Soon to be another nun. Soon to be another conjuring. Just keeps going. Yeah. Um, which, like, another reason there didn't have to be quite so happy of an ending. Yeah, but, I mean, I... I feel like it's difficult when you're like doing things that are based on true stories, right? Like this one's like, yeah, like one of the family members and Lorraine Warren were like consults on this film. So like, I think that mm -hmm. kind of had to do with it. Like, it's obviously a very <laughs> biased approach to what happened there, which like you expect it's a movie. So, but yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I I don't think anybody was taking away from the fact that their experience in real life was very frightening. And I think that would have translated into a movie without quite so much of the Hollywood treatment, you know? Yeah. I feel bad because I'm just shitting on this movie, <laughs> but um I did I did like it, I suppose. I mean, you don't no, have not to really. like any movie that we yeah. do here. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't really. <laughs> I am surprised, though, because people love this movie. And I am usually the one who has to, like, pretend I like it more than I do because I don't know. It just doesn't. I don't I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. It, it's not so a terrible it, movie. It's just, like, I don't know. There's just things about it I don't like. Yeah. I think... In a lot of the movies that we've watched, there's that 40 minutes of tension building. And then there's like a really like jaw dropping, like, oh, my God moment. And in this one, there was this tension building. And then it was like. Not it's just a moment like you know, <laughs> I don't know. It just didn't impress me. I wanted to be impressed and I wasn't. It is hard when you're coming into a movie that has such a big repu like reputation for it. Yeah. Because that was like one of the reasons I was disappointed with A Quiet Place. Like one of the reasons I was disappointed with Hereditary was like the hype around them were so, it was so huge that like there was mm -hmm. no way it could live up to it. You know what I mean? So I think there yeah. is some of that with this. Like we just said, it's like a fucking eight movie universe that came out of this one film. So like mm -hmm. clearly the hype is big. <laughs> yeah. And so it's hard. It's hard to live up to that. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. But apparently they did say there were some <laughs> differences between the real life events and the movies. Um, oh really yeah there was no exorcism that took place because i was being sarcastic well yeah obvi obviously <laughs> obviously in my mind there were a lot of differences that took place, <laughs> but i'm not yeah. here to talk about that but but they didn't do an exorcism um because you can't do an exorcism if you're not a bishop uh it doesn't work yeah. um, and then if you believe in that. And then uh, the Warrens were actually kicked out. They couldn't help the family. So Roger, the dad, was like, get out. <laughs> Although I don't think there's oh, any, no. like, I don't think there's any bad blood between them. But he was just like, my wife's going through it. You guys need to leave. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was a real Bathsheba Sherman. She was accused of witchcraft. Um, she was accused of killing a child. She was legally cleared. She died of natural causes. There's lots of rumors about her online because of this movie. Um, especially that, like, she had children that she killed. Uh, there's no evidence to that. The official U.S. Census records show that she did have one son, and he lived a very long life as a farmer. So, um, hmm. as far as we know, it's all rumors. <laughs> and Bathsheba was a perfectly fine human being, <laughs> Well, you know what they say. If the glove doesn't fit, you must acquit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yikes. I mean, she killed the baby at seven days old. Who's to say that 
the baby just didn't even make it onto the census. Yeah, that's like what a lot of people have said. Like, she had three kids and they never lived past like long enough to make it on the census and stuff. But like, I think a lot of that's just rumor. Like, there's really no evidence of that whatsoever. So, okay. Why are we sullying some poor dead woman's name for a movie? Come on. definitely more fun to imagine her that way it is it is also though the current owner of the house well at least current like at the time that this film came out uh yeah she was so annoyed at this movie being made because they like said where the house was (laughs) that like (laughs) people kept trespassing and like trying to come into her house and stuff and so she made <laughs> she made an hour long video that you can find on YouTube, basically digging into the history of the house and all the like occurrences to disprove as much of it as she could, and be like, "This film is bullshit." <laughs> like, imagine being oh that my god fed up that you research enough for an hour long video. I love that kind of well- petty. <laughs> She also sued, didn't she? Oh, I don't know. She might have. She probably did. Yeah. Because of, like, the distress. I'm pretty sure she did. That sounds Well, right. and people were, like, to your point, people were coming into the house and, like, yeah. vandalizing it. And um, they settled. Mm. There was another case that arose from it. Um, Somebody who had done an autobiography, I guess not an autobiography, but a biography, of um ed and lorraine oh um claimed to have all of the rights to their life story and that this movie was ripping off their life story um so he had the rights to that so he sued warner brothers um settled with him and they continued to make the movie interesting Mm -hmm. i mean i feel like you could argue that like this isn't their story it's the parents story true and i think originally it was written kind of more to where you would believe it was the parents story and then they brought in new screenwriters and those screenwriters then rewrote it to be specifically the warren story warren warren story yeah um yeah i feel like it's kind of so a mix of both yeah yeah they do a good job doing both yeah it's another james wan film which i didn't really think about when i was doing it because i don't associate like saw and the conjuring at all (laughs) yeah and we literally just did saw i know i which i've realized like i probably should have spaced it out to two james wan films this close together but that's right uh it's actually the first film he directed that didn't feature a cameo of Billy the Puppet from Saw. And yep. it is also the first film he directed that didn't involve Lee wan in any way. Yeah. Which makes me wonder if there's like animosity between them because. I doubt it. I don't know. And then Lee wan ended up taking on some of the later Conjuring movies alone, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I doubt it. I feel like he James Wan. Take a break. 
know? Yeah, I, know. I guess that's work true. Work with yeah. someone all the time. <laughs> well, pff, here we are. <laughs> yeah, but we don't work directly <laughs> together every day. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Um, but no, speaking of um, James Wan, I was waiting pretty much the entire movie for um lipstick face man red red mask man the whole movie i was like when does lipstick face red guy pop up i'm gonna be so scared i'm gonna pee my pants you thought this was insidious i sure did also james one not not in this movie (laughs) but they do both have patrick wilson so i get it yes that's well because the picture that you see of insidious is patrick wilson with the the whatever guy behind him Uh, yeah so i was slightly disappointed that he didn't pop up because i was ready to be spooked oh i'm so sorry that happened (laughs) it's okay that was my fault not yours um but no uh, patrick wilson apparently has a really good relationship with um James Wan and Lee Wanell and has done several of their movies. Yeah. Sure has. Your girl Mackenzie Foy's mm-hmm. in this too. Did you notice? Yes. <laughs> this is Mackenzie Foy. Since last week. You and were. Saw. Nope. Cabin in the Woods. Was it Saw or not Saw? Cabin, in, Cabin the in the Woods. <laughs> Cabin in the Woods. We haven't released that episode yet. Have we? Well, it was last week. Yeah. Oh. I don't know anything. Um. <laughs> Yeah, no, this is actually Mackenzie Foy. Um, and I did not Google it just in case there would be any spoilers in the cast, <laughs> which there weren't. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. But yeah, no, funny that, that here she is. I know. I didn't even realize until I was like looking at the IMDb page and then I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> there she is. Um, yep. This movie also introduces Annabelle, which... Yes. Becomes its own series in the Conjuring universe. And I love Mm -hmm. how they just like decided it was just going to be a creepy looking porcelain doll. Because the real Annabelle is just a raggedy Ann. (laughs) Yep. Just like a literal doll that so many people had in the house. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. They they certainly gave her the paranormal treatment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also Wild though that she has her own storyline now though. I know. She really did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Breakout star. <laughs> <laughs> Stole the show. <laughs> um, you know the scene where one of the daughters is like being drugged around the house by her hair? And yeah. like, Lorraine just cuts a huge chunk of it to like get it to stop. Yeah. I would be pissed. <laughs> like, I just have a reverse mullet now because you like you just decided I'm gonna. I don't fucking think so. She cut well, off so this, much hair. This may come as a surprise to you yeah. because you've never not once cut your hair. <laughs> but you can also cut the rest of the hairs to match but after it was that happens. So much. Like she's gonna have a fucking bob. It's that's oh my god. At least she has her head. 
Because the way she was getting drug around, she was about to lose it. Please. How many how many people did ghosts kill in this film? Zero. <laughs> Wild lack of deaths. I know. Well, well, it's almost not even worth watching. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get so much hate for this episode. People fucking love it. Honestly. This movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't get it. But no, this movie and the movie Sinister have something in common, which is they both have very little profanity, very little blood, no sex, no nudity, still rated R. Both films were trying to get that PG-13, but the MPAA was like, too scary. R. <laughs> yeah, and they said that there was nothing they could do mm-hmm. that wouldn't like alter the tone of the movie to make it PG-13. Like They were going to get R, or they weren't going to get it released. Right. Like, they were like, there's no cuts you can make. Wild behavior from the MPAA, let me tell you what. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, the world is so glad that you are not on the MPAA because everything would be like, G, PG. I'm not going to let a literal (laughs) child watch this movie. (laughs) You think a 13-year-old can watch it? I would rate this PG-13, yes. Sinister, I might rate R. There's a lot more implied things in that one that I don't. I don't know. That's what I wish was in this one. I wish there was more implied stuff. Yeah, this one really just doesn't. Zero consequence. Let me tell you what. Yeah. And like, doesn't leave anything to the imagination. We've had this complaint before, or at least I've had this complaint before. Like, we have. I want something to be left to my imagination. I don't need every question answered. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's this... Because I feel like sometimes I say things like I don't need a twist ending or I don't need to be surprised and stuff. And I think it's like sometimes I want that and sometimes I don't need that. But it all just has to do with like how the movie's made and how it's presented. Like I think there's a way to do every trope and every whatever in a way that makes sense. But sometimes it's just a miss. And for me, like this one just, it was a miss. Yeah. Yeah. Can I tell you a personal story about this film? Kind yes, of? please. More about just an actor in it. So the dad in this movie is played by Ron Livingston. Most Correct. People, Office Space. Yes. Most people know him of Office Space. Um, he is from Cedar Rapids, Iowa. <laughs> oh my god! And I was very good friends with his cousin when I was younger. And <laughs> cute. One year, she was like, "Hey, Ron's coming here for Christmas. You gotta come meet him." Because she knew I like when I was younger, I wanted to be an actor. She's like, "Come meet Ron. Go to Hollywood. Make it." I was like, "Great, let's go. I'll be there." Go to my mom. I'm like, "Hey." spending Christmas at the Livingstons. I gotta go. My mom's like, no, the fuck you're not. Like, we're going to grandma's. Pack it in. So I never got to meet him. So, thanks, mom. Uh, <laughs> Isn't that the most anticlimactic mom. story ever? Yeah. But I could've. Well, shoot. I know, I could've spent Christmas with Ron Livingston. You could've been Mackenzie Foy. She is so much younger than me. I don't 
Oh, she can't be that much younger than us. I'm pretty sure this that, was this was 2013. Yeah, we were like 18 when this movie came out. Yeah, she was a literal child in this movie. Well, she looks like a child. She was born, she's 22 years old. She was born in 2000. Okay, so just okay. a full-grown teenager pretending to be little Cindy Perrin. <laughs> I mean, they do it all the time in Hollywood. No, I could have been the one getting drug across by her hair. That's more my age range. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. That would have been close. Either way, you could have been in the movie. I could have I I could have been starring in The Conjuring. You could and have. And my mom ruined it for me. Ruined. Wow. I know. I've never had a mean thing to say about your mom. <laughs> <laughs> and I still don't. <laughs> If I'm being honest. <laughs> Same. <laughs> it was a um, wild ask of like a 12 year old. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. It's always, you know, every time there's an actor from Iowa, I got to point it out. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. there's only four of them. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's only four people from Iowa total. Well, there's eight. Okay. Okay, the, and four the of them are four actors. actors, and then me and my family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's all who matters, at least. True. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, what did we like about this movie? I don't. I feel like <laughs> I feel like I'm too harsh on this movie. It's like it's it's fun, kind of. For the first 40 minutes. I like the first 40 minutes. I don't think, like, the performances aren't bad. No. I, and, no, like, the action's great. The direction, the cinematography's fine. I just don't like the story. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the whole point of the movie. The, the literal essence of the film. I don't <laughs> yeah. like that much. <laughs> Um, even the cinematography <laughs> threw me off though. Like really? they use like five different kinds of cameras and mm. all sorts of weird like angles and sometimes it was like steady cam, sometimes it was shaky cam. I don't know. See, I don't um, mind now that you mentioned that, that. Because I feel like like different camera angles or different like camera motions can convey different things. So it's not my least favorite thing when they do stuff like that. Yeah. But I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um first 40 minutes. No, I I think it's fun. I, yes. I agree with you. The acting is great. Lost me in that last half. <laughs> that's, that's all. Yeah. Yeah, the acting's fine. Like I I think no one like did a terrible job. Mm-mm. Um no. Corn-fed Ron Livingston did great. What? Corn-fed Ron Livingston did great, you know? <laughs> yeah. Built different. Yeah. Corn just does something to you. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it's what's for dinner. <laughs> um, I feel like we've talked plenty about what we didn't like. 
Yeah. 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 We can skip that. Yeah, we <laughs> like we went over that. Yeah. I really uh, thought that how we scary were... was it? Oh, sorry. Oh. I really thought that we were no. gonna disagree though. I thought that you might really like this. But just because like everyone I... I've ever met really likes this movie. <laughs> and I'm always like, yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, I just I couldn't do it. Yeah. Maybe we need new co-hosts. We're not arguing enough. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, we agreed about Saw, too. Maybe it's just like a James Wan thing. Anything that James Wan puts out, we're going to agree upon. That's true. Nice. Anyways. Mm -hmm. You said scary. Yeah, how scary was it? One. Oh. Sorry, it's it's a paranormal thing again. There are a few moments of tension, like, early in the film, where I was kind of like, okay, we, we could have something here. But I don't, I don't remember ever feeling, like, super, super scared. The jump scares don't add to your one at all? No, because I feel like in this one, I knew when the jump scares were going to happen. Oh. There's a formula. I feel that way. <laughs> Well, yeah, but sometimes they left that formula open. Mm. Like when when the one sister, I think Nancy, was looking under the bed. Mm-hmm. There was no jump scare then. Yeah, but that was an obvious fake out. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. I feel like um, when you've seen as many horror movies as me, you can tell when they're coming and when it's going to be a fake one. Like, I promise you. 15, 20 movies from now, you're going to be like, yeah, I saw that coming. Or, yeah, I I knew nothing was going to (laughs) happen. Well, I I saw every jump scare coming. Yeah. You just... And I couldn't suss out the fake ones. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Well, what about you? Um, How scared did you think it was? I gave it two and a half. All right. I think that's a fair rating. Yeah. There are a lot of moments of tension. There are some jump scares. I, it's just it, paranormal. I'm immune. Yeah. Yeah. I I certainly don't think it was scary enough to be an R-rated movie because it was so scary, quote unquote. Like, that doesn't make sense to me at all. No. With this one, no. With Sinister, maybe. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I know, but one day you will and you'll look back and be like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, yeah. Um, I can't see the justification of making that an R-rated movie on that basis alone. I agree. I concur. <laughs> <laughs> um, how sexy? One. Did you think it was? Yeah, one. I can't really think of anything sexy about this. Even the witch isn't sexy. A shame. Yeah, they threw out some like <laughs> there were some some if you dug real deep, there were some kinks to be seen. There was a maid outfit. 
I think the dead person in the maid outfit kind of cancels that out. No. Don't kink shame. I will. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, that, that was really it. Oh, well. It's a one. Was that it? It just the maid outfit? Well, I she, mean, she was getting tied up in the basement. You didn't think that? <laughs> There's some people being tied up. There was some mention of like, hey, did you put that bruise on me? Which is like kind of cute. <laughs> but still a one. Yeah, it wasn't. I think the. Like, ooh, getting tied up, but like for an exorcism. Eh, wah, wah. You know, it's like, mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to throw up blood on you, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, don't kick shame, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, Sometimes you have to kick shame. Um, <laughs> was uh, how fucked up? Um, a two. Okay. It's like, whatever. (laughs) Like, the most fucked up thing is that, like, you have to get approval from the Vatican to have a fucking exorcism? Like, come on. Yeah, you can't just That should be at the bishop level. You can't just be having exorcisms left and right. Also, the only reason that they had to get the Vatican's approval was because the parents weren't members of the church. Right, but what I'm saying is that it should be at the bishop level. The bishop it is. should be able to see that footage. Well, it it's is not. Normally. I know. They're not members but of the church, Katie. You all know, of it. No, you Sorry. said you like the pop and circumstance of Catholicism. So now you're going to have I, to buck up and deal with the pop and circumstance of Catholicism. <laughs> that is neither pomp nor circumstance. <laughs> <laughs> that is procedure. I don't like procedure. I like pomp and circumstance. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, maybe you're rethinking your midnight mass uh, (laughs) ideas here. No. No? Still want to be Catholic, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Just advocates for some procedural change. Got it. Yeah. That's all they love procedural change so go ahead and go they do when it doesn't matter don't <laughs> when it does matter they don't yeah um yeah i gave it a one i don't uh i don't know what like I, like i guess kids are tormented and it's like alluded that children were killed in the past but like was it enough for it to be fucked up? No, not for me. Her getting that fucking haircut, that was a little fucked up. <laughs> oh my god. I I didn't especially, maybe I need to give it a one and a half because I really did not like the blood vomit into the mouth. Well, you gave it a did you give it a two? You gave it a two. Scary? Oh. Two and a half. Fucked up? One. But now maybe one and a half. Okay, because of the blood vomiting. Because of the blood vomit? That's yeah. Fair. Like, but specifically, you can vomit blood. Like, that's fine. I, You're probably not okay. But not into somebody else's mouth. Got it. 
That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I wouldn't want that to happen to me. No. No. Um, totally unrelated to literally anything that we're talking about right now. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's about the movie, I suppose. Um, but I got some like Bates Motel vibes towards the end with like the rocking chair and the mother sitting in the rocking chair brushing Annabelle's hair. Have, have you, you seen Bates Motel? Have you seen Bates Motel? Of course. But you've never seen Psycho? No. Okay. I know. Um, well, I mean, like, I it is Vera Farmiga in both, so. I know. I, that did it for me, too. Yeah. But, like, specifically, like, that one scene where, you know, you see the chair and it's. That was Bates Motel-y for you, huh? Bates Motel. Yeah. yeah. I was just anyway. at the Bates Motel this past uh, October. <laughs> really? Oh, <laughs> yes. Universal Studios. <laughs> <laughs> you too can. But during the horror nights, you get to walk through the actual set. Usually on the tour. Oh. Yeah, you got to go for horror nights. It's fun. I've been to horror nights, but oh, I've never gotten to walk through. through the hotel. Oh, yeah. Last year when we went, we got to walk. They like we got to walk in the boardwalk of the hotel, and then Damn. up to the house, and then you could go up the actual steps of the house and take pictures with Norman there if you wanted to. Ooh. The line was too long, so we just kept moving. <laughs> oh. You know, the last time I went, I feel like we drove past the hotel, oh. and like somebody came out of the hotel with a knife, like chasing uh, after the tram. So that usually happens during the studio tour. That's yeah, that's the only like that's the closest I've ever been to the house. Oh okay. you don't even get off the tram at that point. Okay, so did you go on the tram during horror nights? Because they make no. you get off okay, so that's what you need to do. They make you get off and then okay. you get to walk through some of the sets. We got to walk through that. We got to walk through um the nope set for Jordan Peele's movie. Um Ooh. we walked past the like uh War of the Worlds plane. All that kind of stuff. We were just walking oh, yeah. as people attacked us. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Anyways, that was a whole <laughs> tangent. Tangent. Whole tangent. Hollywood Horror Nights. Uh, sponsor us. Uh <laughs> <laughs> that was a Bates Motel shout out. Uh, yeah, it was, it's Bates Motel. Yeah. Go to Universal Studios Hollywood. Uh <laughs> All right, overall, what did you think? Um, I gave it a two. I also gave it a it's two. Just, did you really? I did, yeah. I was debating between a two and a 2.5 because I feel like sometimes I'm unfair to this movie. And I think it's like, it's one of those where like everybody talks about how much they love it and how good it is that it like makes me want to like it more. But when I'm being honest with myself, I don't. <laughs> yeah. And that's what this whole journey is about, is being honest with ourselves. And my heart says, this movie, shat. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, not completely. A two. A two. A two. That's, is that the lowest you've rated a movie, though? I think that's the lowest I've rated Maybe. a movie. Maybe. I can't think of any movie that I was so indifferent about. That's controversial. 
Yeah. We're going to get nasty DMs. This is going to be a spicy one. Bring it on. This is when we're going to get that. (laughs) When we first started this podcast, Katie was like, what if people start leaving like mean messages on our like videos? And I was like, I already know what they're going to say. And it's going to be like, killer cutie is more like killer ugly. (laughs) So like, (laughs) this is the episode that that happens. (laughs) Yep. Bring it on. Bring it on. Uh, (laughs) All right. Final question. Would you survive? Yep. Duh. Obviously. <laughs> it's like nobody fucking died. No one dies. Ghosts are weak ass bitches and I'll fight one any day of the week. Dude, bring it the fuck on. Yeah. <laughs> there's the it, there's like probably 10 minutes to the movie where you're like, wow, this could by you, I mean me. Um <laughs> you're like, wow, this could be the movie for phasmophobia Mm. and then nobody dies and you're like wow that's i don't even get to teabag my friends yeah yeah um but yeah i think this is super easy to survive situation no one dies there's no consequences whatsoever unless you're that dog Mm -hmm. rip sorry uh but i'm not a dog i'm a person Thanks for clarifying. No problem. <laughs> I'd probably live a long <laughs> and happy life in that house. Yep. I'd be like that new lady. I think her name's Norma. Making hour-long YouTube videos telling people to fuck off my property. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too funny. Yeah, no. Uh, no brainer you'd live. Yeah. Live every, every day of the week. Mm-hmm. Twice on Sunday, you know? Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, next week we can't really do a You Guess the Plot because you've already seen it, right? So it's American Horror Story. What have I? First season. I have. I have seen American Horror Story. Yeah. First season. We're jumping back in. We're doing another series. Uh, Just season one. We're not getting crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking still 12 episodes. 12 episodes, 12 hours of our life gonna be dedicated to this. Uh mm-hmm. I know, and I can't even I can't even just write it thinking that I remember everything, because that's what happened with Saw. And I didn't even remember it was a pen line. <laughs> <laughs> Never again. <laughs> uh all it right. gives me the vibes of like Liar Liar where he's like, the pen is blue. There's <laughs> a fucking flashlight. The pen is royal blue. <laughs> <laughs> My sister and I used to quote that all the time. That and then uh, we'd just like, <laughs> anytime we were in the car together, we'd just pop up in the glove compartment and be like, unpaid parking tickets. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid (laughs) changing lanes in an intersection (laughs) that's the only reason i don't change lanes in an intersection is because of that movie i was never told not to do that really yeah no oh that's bad driver's ed we definitely were told that oh yeah 
I even took a a class to get rid of a ticket and they didn't even tell me not to change lanes in an intersection. I know that that's not a good thing to do and I could see why that would cause an accident. I would never do it, but it's only because I watched Jim Carrey's Liar Liar. Okay. Well, you know what? Whatever gets the point across. Yep. And on that note, we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> this has been The Conjuring. Don't uh don't change lanes in intersection. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps it up for today. If there are any movies you'd like to hear us talk about, please let us know in the comments or shoot us a DM on our socials. Thanks so much for listening. And we hope to see you next week when we talk about the first season of the hit anthology TV series, American Horror Story. We'll see you then. Bye.